Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Be Gone podcast, with yours truly, Nate Webb, the founder of Bullies Be Gone. Here on BBG, I go into all things kindness, bringing in guests and experts from all wakes of life. And we are all here for one reason and one reason only, to help you and your kids get over bullies, get off social media, and love your lives. So come on in and learn how to live in a world where kindness is king. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What is up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. Guys, we are here, the season four finale. We had ourselves a great season, and now we get to wrap things up with that episode with yours truly. I'm excited, guys. I like to open and close each season with an episode with just myself, talking about the things that we learned. So this episode is going to be great, but first, gotta pay the bills. All right, everybody, we are back. So guys, this whole season, I've been talking and bringing on guests to talk about raising kids in this tech-heavy world, how we can help them best and be resilient. And there were a couple things that came up in almost every single episode, certain things that came up with every single expert that I had on. And so those are things that I want to talk about today, the things that we can be proactively doing to help give our kids a fighting chance in this ever-changing, crazy world that we live in. Uh, Because the reality of the situation, guys, is that we're in a mental health epidemic. The mental health of our youth and the rising generation is deteriorating. It's not, not, not enough people are talking about it. Suicide rates have gone up. Depression rates have gone up. Anxiety rates have gone up. Bullying rates have gone up. And I feel like no one is saying anything, partially because they don't know what to do. I mean, I'm 28, and I know the majority of my generation was not raised to talk about our feelings or our mental health. And we are past that down to the rising generation below us. Um, But it's never too late to start, right? You know, I'm in the younger part of people who have kids. I have a three-year-old, uh, almost four-year-old, and a one-year-old. Um, my older sister, you know, she has uh, an 11-year-old. Um, so that, you know, my the, the people in my sister's grade and, you know, my brother and me, we're raising these kids now. And so it's never too late. So here are some of the things that we need to start doing proactively so that we can give our kids a fighting chance. First, we need to talk to our kids more. And I don't mean talk to them. I mean talk with them. We need to talk with our kids. Like when's the last time you've asked your kid, how was your day? And you just listen to them. So many kids don't feel like opening up to us parents because we're so bad at listening. We want to fix their problems for them. We want to tell them what to do. And so many kids don't feel like opening up because they don't feel like they're going to be heard. What they need is to be heard. They need someone to share their struggles with without being judged for it, without being cut off, without being told that they're a moron. They just need to be heard. The more frequently we can have these types of conversations with our kids, the more likely they're going to open up to us. It does not have to be something formal by any means. It can be a car ride to go to the ice cream shop. You could go for a walk. Heck, any situation where you guys end up sitting or standing side by side, just chit-chatting is the best situation possible for them to open up and talk about the struggles, talk about that hard stuff, talk about if they are struggling. And it's okay to ask them directly about their mental health 
be like, hey, I noticed you've kind of been down and depressed lately. I'd love to understand that better. What's been going on? And, you know, as a school counselor, I know there are so many kids who feel alone. So if we could just take some initiative and talk with them a couple times a week, it would make the world of difference. Because when you feel seen and when you feel heard, it feels like it's going to be okay. And that's what we want our kids to feel. So yeah, we need to talk with our kids more. Second, we need to stop saving our kids from negative emotions. There are way too many helicopter parents and way too many snowplier parents out there. I know we love our kids, guys, but we're doing them a serious disservice by not allowing them to feel the feelings, even the negative ones. Anxiety and sadness and anger and depression even are all normal feelings to feel in appropriate situations. But when we don't allow our kids to feel those feelings... It becomes that much harder for them to process them when they inevitably come up because those emotions, those feelings, they are natural. They're a natural consequence to when things happen in our lives. But if we turn away from those feelings, if we don't let our kids process those feelings, if we swoop in and save the day every time something goes wrong, they're not going to be able to have those resiliency skills. They're not going to be able to handle it on their own because they've been relying on us to do it all the time. We want our kids to be resilient. And the more they can feel these natural emotions in their natural setting, the better equipped they're going to be to process and bounce back when these emotions get more intense. So, for example, if they're having issues with a teacher at school, if you see that they have a few missing assignments, instead of you going marching down to the teacher's office and demanding that they change the grade and give them the appropriate assignments, maybe have your kid do it for themselves first. Maybe you have your kid try first before you jump in and swoop in and save the day. If they're having a disagreement with someone, maybe let them try to talk it through with them and fix it before you start meddling. When we swoop in and save the day, they're not learning anything. They're actually de-learning. That's not even a word, but it feels like they're losing things because now they're just relying. They're not learning any of these coping strategies, any of these resiliency skills that you naturally learn through hard life experiences. They're not learning because we love them so much that we just swoop in and save the day. We need to stop doing that. So second, we need to stop saving our kids from their negative emotions. Third, We want to start telling our kids we love them more often. I know so many kids who think mom and dad only love them if they get that first place trophy or if they get the A plus on the report card or if they do something incredible. Why? Because that's the only time that they feel their full affection and attention. I mean, parents usually only post and brag about their kids on social media when they do something incredible, which is cool and all. But the message that is being sent to your kids when you do that is that your love is dependent on their good performance, which shouldn't be true. Your love is not dependent on performance. Your love is unconditional. Now, I'm not saying don't brag about your kids. We <laughs> Kids like being bragged about. But you should be expressing your love to them every single day, not just a post on social media when they do something great. You should be talking to them every single day, letting them know how much you love them as much as possible. Love them louder than the internet and the world can hate them. Build them up and let them know that your love is not conditional. 
that you're always going to love them, that they are amazing. Because when we do that, it doesn't matter when we post about them on social media. It doesn't matter what other people say. They will always know for a fact that mom and dad love them. And we just don't say that enough. Okay, now fourth, (laughs) this is the big one for me. We need to stop giving our kids smartphones. Smartphones are supercomputers. I'm talking about them constantly all the time, how we need to stop giving our kids smartphones because we have been handing these supercomputers over to our kids without any training. And then we expect it to go well. Smartphones are the root of so many issues our kids are facing right now. Pornography addictions, bullying, screen addictions, cyberbullying, the list goes on. In here, let me break it down for you. With the creation of social media, our kids have access to millions of people. And even worse, millions of people have access to our kids. Would you trust your kid to spend hours of time with a pedophile? Of course not. There are thousands of predators online spending time with your kids, sending them messages, trying to meet up with them. It's not that you don't trust your kids. I don't trust the world that might be trying to do something with my kid. Social media is not a safe place for kids to be. FOMO, for example, is real. Kids get so caught up in keeping up with everybody that they end up doing nothing. Literally, there are more lonely kids right now than before because they're just scrolling on social media, making sure they don't miss out on the next thing. When in reality, the only thing that they're missing out on is real life. That's the thing they're missing out on is real life. Smartphones are robbing our kids of their communication skills. They don't know how to talk to people anymore because they always snap or text or DM the people they're trying to talk to. A face-to-face conversation scares our kids so much because they've been relying so much on their smartphones. Emotions are being replaced by emojis. And the worst thing by far is the effect that smartphones have on our kids' confidence. Social media bombards our kids with seemingly perfect lives and bodies and causes them to compare themselves, their bodies, their lives, their livelihoods, the things that they have, and makes them feel that they just aren't enough. And that causes them to feel inadequate and then they feel depressed and sad. Some kids have even gotten suicidal over the feelings that social media gives them because they feel this crushing weight to be perfect because that's all they see on social media is the perfect things. This isn't true, guys. Our kids are getting torn down every single time they open up that phone. And to top it off, they're cyber bullies where they take their bullies home with them in their pocket, where they can anonymously send hateful messages to your kids because, well, they have a smartphone. Smartphones are not for kids. I could go on for a whole episode, and I have gone on for whole episodes just about smartphones. So guys, let's have some serious conversations about changing our screen habits and getting our kids off of these apps that just aren't safe. So guys, there you go. You know, four things that you can be proactive about in helping your kids in this tech-heavy world. One, talk often and openly with your kids and then listen to them when they have things to say. The more often you talk with your kids when you do this, actually, the easier it will be to have hard conversations with them. Let's say you need to talk to your kids about sex, about pornography, about some of these taboo subjects that are hard to talk about. They're a lot easier to talk about the more open of a relationship you have with your kids. So yeah, 
Talk with your kids often. Two, stop protecting them from their emotions. Don't be a helicopter parent. Don't be a snowplow parent. Let them feel their feelings, even the bad ones. Three, tell them and show them that you love them unconditionally and do it often. This can come by saying it out loud. You need to give your kids eight-second hugs as often as you can. I don't care what, but they need to know that you love them unconditionally. And then number four, stop giving kids smartphones. Get them off of Snapchat. Get them off of TikTok. Get them off of Instagram. I don't care. Stop giving kids smartphones. And if you you already have a smartphone, if you've already taken that plunge, then maybe you guys can have some conversations about your screen usage, about your social media usage, and make a plan as a family to have a more healthy relationship with your technology so that it is not owning you so that you are owning it. Guys, at the end of the day, our passion, my passion, is to help keep kids safe, help keep kids here, to help save the kids. That's why I partnered up with Save the Kids this year to become a speaker for their organization so that I can help save more kids, that I, so that you know, I can help more kids know just how wonderful they are. I know there are so many more things I could have included on this list, um, but I feel like those top four things, talking to your kids more often, telling them that you love them more often, not protecting them from their own emotions and getting them off of smartphones, those four are a great place to start. It is not by any means a fix-all for anything, but I think it's a wonderful place to start. Guys, This has been a fantastic season. Thank you so much for everyone that's come along, that's been listening this whole time. Um, The next season is going to come out towards the end of January, so you'll you'll have a couple months break. Um, So if you've missed any episodes, go up and get caught up with them. There have been so many great episodes that have come out along the way. Um, One of my favorites was with Carly Palmer Webb, the sex educator, the Christian sex educator. That was a fantastic one. Um, I did one with Kengo James. He's an amazing person. We talked about mental health. So many great ones. So go get caught up with those. Um, yep. Make sure to go check me out on Instagram at bulliesbe.gone. If you have any inquiries about speaking to get me to your school, to your event, to your church, you can email me at bullies.speaker at gmail.com. You can DM me. You can DM save the kids. You can DM, um, you can DM uh, my my person at save the kids, email them. I think it's Liz at save the kids.org. Um, Please, I want to help as many kids as I can. So let me know how I can get into your schools. Always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight-second hunk, and we will see you next season.